To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Businesses might not be happy about yesterday's surprising and record minimum wage increase, but unions are celebrating. Annie Newman is Etu's Assistant National Secretary. Hi, Annie. Hi. Annie, are you at all worried about the impact on employers, especially the small business owners? I think we have to see small business owners as not one uh, group, but, but many different types of owners. So currently, many small business owners are paying their work as well. Many are accredited living wage employers. And so many realise that workers need more money to survive and live a decent life. I think it is possible, and that's not to underestimate that for some it will be a challenge. Yeah, and so those ones who are having a challenge, do you think some of them will fold? Look, I, I think that there is good evidence that increasing the minimum wage does not have a big impact on unemployment. And there's many, many years of evidence around that. So I think people will make the adjustments that they need to make. And in some instances, that may mean a small flow on effect to the consumer. But on the whole, I think most small businesses will understand that their workers can't live on what they're getting at the moment. In your union, are most of the workers who are receiving the minimum wage teenagers? No, definitely not. We have many workers who are uh, older workers, so cleaning, security. Um, many workers are being paid, and, and in hospitality, are being paid the living wage or just above. So, for instance, we have cleaners and security guards, most of whom have a small margin above the minimum wage, and they will get that dollar fifty in order to retain that margin above the current living wage. So uh, this is something uh, many people in their 60s and 70s are doing those jobs in New Zealand. Oh, okay, so, so but, but again, not an issue for you. Again, people, people with no dependent children. Oh, not necessarily. Sometimes they've got dependent children and grandchildren. Um, in fact, many of our cleaners are going out as whole family units to do cleaning. Uh, teenage children, parents and grandparents. So uh, this is not unusual. We've got a, a low-waged workforce and they need to get proper cost of living increases. Annie, are you still aiming for the minimum, for, for the minimum wage to match the living wage? Uh, we think that the living wage provides an important benchmark as to what people need in order to survive and participate properly in society. So it is a benchmark. But the living wage is determined by an independent research unit. It's not determined by the government. And so having a politically set living wage will end up meaning that the living wage will reflect the political party of the day. So that is not so that's a the yes? position of the living wage movement. But is that a yes? Because there are other there are other unions out there who want the minimum wage to oh, match the living yes. wage. Do the you? minimum wage should be at the level of the living wage, which is twenty three sixty five an hour, right? It's twenty three sixty five, and that in fact is the twenty twenty two rate. So when the new living wage is announced this year, there will be an increase to reflect cost of living. So, let's say Labor wins the next election, will you be pushing them? to increase to the minimum wage, the minimum wage to the living wage next year? Will you be pushing for another will, big hike? We will be pushing for another hike because workers need that. And we'll also be pushing for fair pay agreements where that is set across a whole industry and there's a level playing field because that benefits businesses as well as workers. We have to remember that the more money a low-paid worker puts into, gets in their pocket, the more money the community gets because they spend that money for survival. That means communities flourish. 
If, in fact, we have a low-wage economy, what we find is that communities are poor as well. So this is a bigger picture than just one person. It's about what's the kind of New Zealand that we want to see in the future. Annie, thanks so much. Annie Newman, Air 2 Assistant National Secretary. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.